All right, it's Tuesday on Milk the Clock podcast. I'm here with Paul. Paul, you're uh, you're ready to go today. We have a special guest. This is Very a fir- this is a first for Milk the Clock. So why don't you uh, set this up real fast? I'm I'm looking to to learn here quick. We've got country music superstar Frankie Ballard swinging by the podcast today, and we've got a lot of questions for him, don't we, Joe? Well, this was a uh, this was a pitch from Allstate, and we'll get into that later. That why they even want to talk to us or have Frankie talk to us. But uh, this is something I, I don't usually talk to country acts. I don't know about you. Have have you talked to many country superstars? I, this is my first time. I'm glad you're here with me. Yeah, I I know that the uh, audience, not us, but the audience, your audience, my audience, they love these country music acts, and you're like, who in the hell are these people? <laughs> and 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 then and then you tell them, right? You told your friends and family, and what happened? I told all my friends, and they're more impressed by this interview that we're about to do than in anything I've ever done professionally. All right, so Frankie Ballard, give us a quick bio on what you know about Frankie Ballard. <laughs> well, I had to I had to go into recon mode yesterday, and, and I live in Nebraska, obviously. There's a lot of country music out here, too much if you ask me. Um, I've actually heard, Joe, you might find this interesting, he was a very good baseball player um, at some level, and... We'll have to ask him about that. But uh, my my the main takeaway was that he had this big hit called Sunshine and Whiskey and that all the girls love it still. And he's uh, traveling. I, I looked at his schedule and he goes overseas. I, I'm going to go to the question. How big of country music fans are the Europeans? Because he's going over all over Europe. And that to me just doesn't I, – I don't know about that. I, I want to know more about – what do Europeans like about country music? Is it more the drinking and uh, getting hammered on whiskey, or I don't know? So we'll figure out that. And uh, and yeah, and then Frankie Ballard, we the bio says that he played baseball at Western Michigan. It's so, not far from you. So we always look for a sports angle, and right. uh, that'll be the sports angle. So getting back to what you said about uh, Europe and country music, is it a fad like? Uh, previously worn denim jeans were in Japan like 10 years ago. Do you remember that fad? Yeah, let's let's ask that. Let's not even discuss it. Let's he I looked at the schedule and I was shocked. He goes to like Brazil. He goes all over Europe. And I just didn't know that country music was like that. But he is a different kind of country act, right? He is he he is 33 years old. Frankie Ballard. He looks like he's 18. He does. And is it that they like that it's pop country, um, and and then the guy he's a good looking guy. Let's just let's just call it what it is. Let's call it what it is. Is new country a term sort of like new metal? Remember when that was a thing? Uh, yeah, well, yeah, I'm curious about that too because you have country acts that have to be crossover. They have to appeal to the women. You know, they have to appeal to middle America, um, northeast, west, all that. Hollywood. So uh, Frankie definitely has the hair. Great hair. I was I was literally just looking at his hair and just mar- I'm marveling at it. Yeah. I'm not looking. That is some of the best lettuce I've seen in the country uh, world in a long time. So what? and uh, who's, who's is better? Who's is better? Uh, Luke Bryan. Let's I, ask him who has let's better. Ask let's ask him. Let's just ask who has better hair than you in uh, the country world. So. And then when he gives us a name, let's go even broader. Let's say in the world. 
All right. I don't think anybody does. All right. So we have our questions. Um, we're ready. This is a big moment because w- this could lead to more country acts, right? We could yeah. end up talking to a lot more country acts. Uh, hopefully. Yeah. And, and again, we said we're going to talk to the people you didn't think you'd want to talk. You, you didn't think you'd want to hear from. But then you hear from them and you're like, I'm glad I heard from them. That's how it works every time. That's a that's a crazy tagline, but th- we're just going to run with it. We're just going to run with it. We're going to get a little weird maybe. We like to do that. Um, I'm looking forward to talking to Frankie. I want to know what it's like to sing in front of a sold-out crowd in Brazil. Yes, we'll get into that. Uh, let's, uh, let's go to Frankie and uh, let's, let's, hear from, let's ask him the questions right now here on uh, Milk the Clock podcast. Hello. Hey, Frankie, this is Joe uh, from BustedCoverage.com, and we also have Paul 80 here. Frankie, how are you? Joe and Paul. Couple Joe of, and Paul. Uh, couple of really, r- couple of really white guy names, so uh, we'll keep this, uh, right. we'll keep this oh, Midwestern. Right. <laughs> so, uh, so have tell a casserole. Me, yeah, so tell me where. Yeah, <laughs> let's have a casserole. I like it. Casserole. So tell first of all, let's talk about this uh, Sturgis Motorcycle Rally Guardians of the Ride initiative that you're doing. What uh, what's what's it going to be, and where? What are you going to do? What are you going to ride here? Well, uh, back in May, we uh, partnered up with Allstate to do this Guardians of the Ride thing, and basically, Allstate is honoring these five guardians who are local contributors to motorcycle safety. You know, I've been riding for a long time. Motorcycle safety is important because I I love the culture, you know, and I want it to be safe and I want it to be celebrated and I want to be able to ride and feel good about it. These people, for example, I'm from the great state of Michigan and one of these five guardians is from Michigan. Um, and a long story short, she has got legislation passed in the state of Michigan where now, before you even can get a driver's license, you have to pass a certain amount of motorcycle safety. Uh, you have to show that you've got knowledge, you know, and that makes the road a safer place. If the people in cars never even intend to ride a motorcycle, know more about motorcycle safety, it's better for riders. So people like her are completely worthy and deserving of such an honor. All state flew to her hometown and these other folks' hometown and honored them and celebrated them. But now we're all out in Sturgis, and they've brought them folks out there. And I'm going to get to meet them, and we're going to get to hang out and do a bunch of fun stuff and uh, enjoy this rally because it's the biggest motorcycle celebration probably in the world, and uh, these people deserve to get recognized. And so that's what it's all about. It's just about safety. Frankie, what, uh, what motorcycle do you ride? I currently have a Bonneville... A Triumph Bonneville. I've had some uh, choppers. I've had some Harleys and some big bikes and some cruisers and stuff. But currently, I just am kind of bebopping around town, uh, not doing anything too long distance. So I got a little uh, cafe bike. And what's your uh, ever been to Sturgis? I've been here before, but never during the rally, you know, which is the time to be here. So we're now here during the hot, uh, hot season, you know, it's like, Hundreds of thousands of people and motorcycles and craziness and leather and all kinds of coolness. And, and everybody's being safe, right? <laughs> well, I hope so. You know, I, I, I certainly hope so. I know that people come out here to party. And that's part of the celebration of a motorcycle culture. But, you know, um, 
I've heard, uh, I've heard actually on the news that there was an accident last night or this morning out here already, but that's part of the deal. You know, there's lots of, lots of bikes on the road in Sturgis, South Dakota this week. Paul, Frank, get in there. Yeah, Frankie, do the babes just go crazy over the motorcycle? I'm not sure. The babes? Yeah. <laughs> I, I, uh, I think, I think girls like riding on motorcycles. I know girls like driving them. I've seen a lot of, uh, female riders over the past couple of years emerging, but I've, uh, I'm proud to say that I've driven a, a female on the back of my motorcycle before, and they seem to enjoy it. The wind in the hair, the freedom, you know, you can stop off, grab an ice cream cone, you can do all kinds of fun stuff on a motorcycle. Speaking, Frankie, of, of hair and freedom, every woman in my life, when they found out that I was going to speak to Frankie Ballard, was like, they, they all swooned. They all exhaled deeply. And I think a lot of it has to do with that great head of hair that you've got. I, I love it. Well, thank you. You know, I hope it stays with me. You never can tell. Um, I'm just going to rock it as long as I can, get it up as, as high and slick back as I can until it all falls out someday. <laughs> you know, okay, what else can you do as a man? You got to rock it, rock it while you can. I love it. Joe, yeah. what do you think? What do you got? Uh, Frankie, I also need to ask you about this baseball career. We're a sports site, so I need to ask you about your history with baseball. You, you played at Western Michigan, right? Yes, sir. How, how was your career? Uh, on a scale of 1 to 10, 10, you should have gone pro. Uh, where were you? You know, I was a scrapper. Oh, I love that. Yeah, we do love that. Scrapper. I, I had to operate at about 115% of my capacity in order to compete at that level, which I, I celebrated, you know, but it was a lot of work. I really had to bust my tail. I'm not a huge guy. I'm pretty average size, 5'10", you know. So I, I really had to work hard, you know. I think I, may, I, think I took it as far as I could, um, which I'm proud of, you know, but I don't think I was ever destined for the big league. Speaking of busting your tail, I looked at your tour schedule, and I noticed you're you're in Europe, or you're going to Europe, you're going to Brazil. Is is country music that big in Europe? It really is. You know, um, I don't know if it's so much about country music as it is just about American music. You know, which is what we do. I think I think our version of country music is more like American rock and roll. Uh, which is, you know, basically the combination of country influences, blues influences, other rock and roll influences. That's what I have. And they do love that over there. They really do. We've been over and uh, played some shows. And, yeah, we're going back for more because they, uh, they love to hear it. So I-, I think it's great. Frankie, one of the things that makes country music awesome are the rivalries. So who is your chief rival? Who is your, your chief country rival that just makes you sick when you look at him? <laughs> oh man uh i don't to be honest with you i don't really have any like big rivalries i i learned uh I, I think i learned this from my baseball career um honestly if you spend too much time focused on your competition and don't get me wrong i i, I look at this completely as a competition um i think it's good it's good for the music it's good for everything but I learned to not focus too much on your competition because you just become unfocused on what you're doing. And that's the only thing that really moves the meter uh, on the baseball field or in the music business is 
if you've got the good, you've got to have the good. So, man, I always stay focused on the good and what I'm doing. I was hoping you were going to say Keith Urban. Around my house, we call him Keith Urbane. Listen, I uh, I got to say, he's a pretty good guitar player, and uh, I, I like playing the guitar. And as an old gunfighter, I don't know. I'd be careful putting myself up against Keith because he could sling it, man. Really? Really? <laughs> Is he technically solid? He, he can play guitar, man. I know that. Frankie, speaking of competition, there is it critical that you have a whiskey or drinking song that uh, rockets up the charts as a as a good businessman? Oh, not necessarily. You know, I, I think I think those songs are successful because everybody likes to everybody likes to celebrate a little bit. You know, not all my music is is that, but you know, every once in a while, I'm that guy, you know, shoot. Everybody likes to have a little something and feel a little good and celebrate life a little bit, and that's what that song's all about, you know. And that's definitely something that country music is known for, but um, I don't think it's necessary. No, I don't think it's necessary. Frankie, don't don't be ashamed. I, we tell these athletes, don't be ashamed to make a little money out there. And a now? good a good alcohol song is that's just good business, right, Paul? I, I agree. And what brand yeah, of whiskey I mean, should we be consuming? Yeah. Oh man, um, you know I've I've always fancied George Dickel myself. That's let's a, have, that's let's hardcore. Have it's a little hardcore. It's a little hardcore. You know, it takes it takes a man to uh, order George Dickel, I think, but. Uh, It'll 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 do you right, man. I'll get the job done. I'm about to have one right now, Paul. I just got really thirsty. <laughs> Paul, get in there for one more question. Frankie's busy. He's I know. going he's headed to Sturgis here pretty soon. And uh let's get one more question in. Well speaking of the Sturgis crowd, Frankie, we know it's huge. I think it's over two hundred thousand people, a quarter of a million people, something like that. What's the biggest crowd you ever played in front of? And do you remember the last time you were nervous in front of a huge crowd? Yeah, we've done some mega festivals over the past couple of years. We, we were on tour with Florida Georgia Line last year, and uh, we did Summerfest and Wee Fest. You know, you know, I imagine those are probably like stagecoach. You know, some of those are like maybe 60,000, 70,000 people, and it's pretty cool. You know, honestly, the, the sheer number of folks like that doesn't necessarily make me as nervous as doing a show like at the Ryman or the Grand Ole Opry or something like that. Those sometimes will make you a little nervous because – They've got history, and you don't want to, you know, you want to make sure everything goes right. Sometimes the bigger festivals uh, are honestly easier to do because just so many people. But um, the Ryman Auditorium, probably the last time I was nervous at a show in Nashville, Tennessee. What year was that? 2011, 2011, we were uh, doing the Grand Old Opry from the original stage there at the Ryman Auditorium, and I was like, man, this is just like country music history, man. you got to keep it together. Keep it together. <laughs> well, Frankie, keep it together out in Sturgis. Stay safe. We know that it's going to get wild out there. So uh, we appreciate the uh, time today, and uh, we'll, uh, we'll definitely stay safe on our motorcycles with Allstate. 
Hey, thank you for helping us spread the word about safety and uh, about what we're doing. I appreciate the time. Thanks for having me. All right. Thanks. thanks. That's, we appreciate uh, it. That's Frankie Ballard, country superstar. He's headed to Sturgis. And, uh, Paul, Paul, the one thing I noticed right away is that he didn't shy away from the uh, whiskey, the whiskey uh, question. He embraced it, didn't he? He embraced it. And that is a true sign of a good country music act. You can tell that he actually drinks the whiskey that he sings about. Yeah, that guy, and he has a great voice. What a great radio voice. Yeah, I, you know what? If we had more time, I would have gotten into that. When did you develop the, the southern accent? Because Michigan, uh, I, I spend a lot of time in Michigan, and I don't hear too many guys that talk like that. He's from, Yip, he's from Ypsilanti. He's from Ypsilanti? <laughs> Ypsilanti? Are you serious? I'm not. All right. He's not. You don't know where he's from. I just right. wanted to say he's Salani. Yeah, he's a Michigan guy, and that accent is uh, definitely not. That is uh, not. That's not even Southern Michigan. I thought uh, you were gonna. I thought you were gonna go into that, being as though you're from Ohio, and you just like Michigan is just repugnant for just, you. There's just not enough time. There's just gotcha. not enough time. Uh, gotcha. You know, I listen. The Europe thing that blows me away. They're just into Americana, is what he's trying to say. Yeah, yeah, I, uh, yeah, I was, I was shocked by that. Um, Sturgis so, is going on. That sounds like a good time. Well, yeah, Sturgis is going to be a great time. Uh, you know, I had a roommate who, uh, who drove out. All right, a black guy, black guy, just drives out to Sturgis on a whim to go experience it and see what it was all about, and he loved it. He absolutely, really? yeah, he loved it. I thought this was going to be a cautionary tale. No, 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 no. Uh, so if you're a black guy out there who's like wanting to get into some sort of Americana and Sturgis, you're worried about it? Not at all. Totally. I, have, you ever, have you ever been to a mega country show, like an act, like big act? You know what? There are a lot of those in Ohio. Uh, yeah. This is huge for – there's a big one down here. Fort Laramie, Ohio has a huge country music festival, and it's out in the middle of nowhere. And Frankie's probably played at it. All the big acts play at it, and I'm I'm not amazed. I'm not surprised by any of those large crowds. The people, I think, it's more the party, right? Yeah, and yeah, it's, it's it is. It's and, like a NASCAR uh, infield yeah, crowd. Uh, stop it! Whoops! Whoops! There it was. Uh, you know what? And I, and this is why I say that a lot of uh, sporting events should should just cross over and have these at their events, the, either the day of or the night before. Um, the battle at Bristol, the big Tennessee, Virginia tech, Kenny Chesney's playing Friday night and you have a hundred and some thousand people and how many tickets can you sell? Right. Right. And everybody's in town for the, the game and, and, you know, throw them a bone with a great musical act, have a good night before and, uh, and get your money's worth. You know, and the one thing that I'll say, I'm, I'm not a big country music connoisseur, but the one thing I'll say about country music is that the people have one hell of a good time when they go to these shows. They love it. That can't be disputed. It's undefeated that if you go to a country music festival or single show, you're going to have a good time. You're going to drink. You're going to get you're going to get hammered. You're going to get lit as as you like to say. Stay safe. That's Stay all safe. I have to say. Get into that George Dickel, don't ride a motorcycle and uh, just live your life, you know? Live it free. Drink some whiskey. Celebrate. 
you know, I mean, you're Celebrate. healthy, you're, you're above ground, you're taking solids. What What's there to complain about? And, and, and listen, I've I've crushed like Florida Georgia line. I've crushed these guys uh, for not being the true country of where it used to be. But you know what? People keep buying tickets. They keep the the public speaks, and if the public wants Americana country like uh, like Frankie just talked about, then that's what they get. And, he's gonna give it to him, and and he's gonna play county fairs across Wisconsin and Ohio and Pennsylvania and wherever they'll wherever they'll buy a ticket. All it takes is one hit, and he's playing that hit for the next thirty one years. One hit, and he should have not even for a second have been ashamed of having a hit whiskey song. No, not no, at all. No, and I've said this about people. I've said this about performers and Christmas songs. If you can get one Christmas song, one, to hit and be played over and over on the Christmas channel when it's November and they're playing your song for two straight months, you've hit the lottery. You hit the lottery. It's like that Mariah Carey song, All I Want for Christmas is You. Exactly. That song is 20 years old. It's going to outlive her. Yes. Think Think of all the other Christmas songs out there, right? All these That's, acts that sang these things in the 40s, and they're still playing the damn things. Yeah, yeah, and absolutely. That's why I, you, you, you go on Twitter and you go on Facebook, and people crush. They crush these people for having a whiskey song. I, I'm like, that's you should not even remotely be ashamed of that. No, that's no your audience. Your audience wants it. If they didn't want it, they wouldn't click that that whiskey song that Frankie Ballard has. Five million plays on YouTube. Sunshine and Whiskey, right? Sunshine and Whiskey by Frankie Ballard. Who doesn't like one or both of those things? It just goes together. And that's if your audience is into it and it's harmless, who cares? If it feels good, do it, Joe. That's what I always say. Sing it up. Drink it up. Sing it up. And, I mean, that video, I don't know if you saw the, the, the Mamacita in that video. Oh, there's some good stuff. Uh, Frankie definitely has a good eye for the talent. And yep. so that's our first our first venture into uh, interviewing a country music performer. I don't know if superstar Frankie's probably a little humble for superstar, but uh, I like superstar. Uh, he he has superstar hair and great the guy, look. The guy, great yeah, top the, to bottom. The guy all around great hair and all great that. Place. So again. If you're a country music act, don't be ashamed. I don't care if you even play cover songs every now and then. I mean, don't even write your music. No. Hire somebody that writes hits and get paid. We need a hit. Get we paid. need a hit, Frankie. What do you got? Do you think an A&R guy ever busts into his trailer and says that? We need a hit. Uh, I, he has his hits. He, we need to move units. He plays a couple hits and the ladies just go absolutely crazy. He just walks on stage and the ladies go crazy. Yeah. What? Uh, yeah. You name these country acts. You don't see too many that are uh, too many that are ugly. Joe, where do we even take the show from here? I'm not even sure. I don't know, but we're getting into man hair and beauty for men, and and it's probably about time to end it. That's uh, why I asked. I was getting yeah. kind of. You I, was, know. I was getting uncomfortable. I, I'll tell you right now. I'm going to go get me a George Dickel whiskey. I'll tell you what. Whiskey ginger. 
can't get here fast enough. All right, that's it for uh, Milk the Clock podcast with Frankie Ballard. Paul, any last words? Nope, Frankie was great. Check him out. Uh, be safe out there, people, via Allstate. Be safe. That's what we learned today. And uh, be safe on that motorcycle. I don't, right. even, I don't even care if you wear a helmet. Just be safe. Be safe. All right, we'll talk to you next time.